Welcome to the Lab Rats Podcast. You are now entering the maze. All right, today we have Alex Ellis joining us. She is a wellness coach with a degree in exercise biology. She's an expert in mobility training, body weight, strength, and stretch programs. Basically, she helps people reduce injuries and feel better through flexibility and mobility while still getting stronger. So she's the perfect guest for for this show. I personally need more of this because it feels like (laughs) all of my CrossFit injuries come from lack of flexibility and mobility. So we're really excited to talk with her today. She is the host of the Body Nerd Show, which you can find wherever you listen to podcasts. All the episodes are are short, uh, easy to listen to, understandable, and most of all, filled with solid ways to improve your physical wellness. So go check that out, The Body Nerd Show. Her website is aewellness.com. She has a great YouTube channel too, AE Wellness. Her Instagram is Halaformala, right? Did I say that (laughs) right? It's not AE Wellness. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. But if you type in, right, I think if you just type in Alex Ellis or Alex. You should. Yeah. I hope. I hope. (laughs) Yeah. So go check her out on her podcast, her YouTube, her Instagram, tons of good info on all those platforms. And thanks for joining us, Alex. Yeah. Super happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So why don't you share a little bit about what you do and, and how you help people? Yeah. Um, well, like I feel many people are in like the healing industry of just like helping people move better and feel better. I started from lots of injuries (laughs) um, and doing CrossFit and like busting up my shoulders and like my first injury actually, or like I was an athlete growing up. Um, I actually play classical piano, which is something that not a lot of people know. We played piano growing up. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, classical, classical piano. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't do like club soccer or anything like that, but just enough to like get injured and experience physical therapy. Um, and then in college, I um, threw out my back and was having sciatica and it was just like this whole hot mess. So as someone who is active and like likes to be active, I wanted to figure out how to not feel that way and be injured ever again. Um, and just super curious. And so taking what I learned in exercise biology and figuring out how to apply it to my body. And then if it works for my body, does it work for other people's bodies? Um, and the answer is yes, because while our bodies are complicated-ish, um, there's also some just like fundamental principles that work for everybody um, that can help you to move better and feel better. So what I do now is help people develop their own wellness workout plan. So they have like a recipe of do this and then that um, to allow them to not only, like you said, get stronger, but to keep moving, to keep doing the thing that you want to do so that pain or injury isn't the reason that you give it up that's awesome yeah, I think yeah. this is an, go ahead I, I was gonna say i think this is an area that's pretty commonly neglected especially in crossfit or just in general like i this is something i always tell myself like every year i'm, I'm gonna get better about like t- taking one day and focusing on mobility and recovery and i end up never doing that um, <laughs> so i, I want to get into the like fitness side of this but before we do that i have a quick question about kind of your average person so like yeah majority of people work in an office setting or at least a setting where they aren't moving very often they're sitting a lot and that results in various pains just back pain uh, hip pain knee pain whatever that is from just being inactive for so long so my question is is there a way to I guess, fix those pains 
And is there a way to, I guess, just completely avoid that pain altogether? Yeah. I mean, it would be great if we could all just like sit on a beach with like a margarita and a taco <laughs> and like then we'd like, never have back pain, right? But I mean, even right now, I'm like, sign me up. But even for myself, and I'm sure for you guys too, like I'm at a computer all day. Um, it's technology is unavoidable at this point. So it's really about figuring out how to. Like not let it take over our body, like you're talking about, like having you know back pain, neck pain, all that stuff. Um, and when it comes to mobility and movement, the best thing that you can do is variety and changing up how you sit or how you stand. Um, so the workstation I'm at right now is a standing workstation, but I don't stand all day. Um, I sit, I can actually, this is like one of those Ikea desks, you can lower it down and sit on the floor and oh, do nice. all of those things. So for a lot of people who are working from home now, if you can change up your work position because you're on a laptop, um, that would be a great way to do it. So, you know, maybe work from a countertop for an hour or so and then sit on the floor and then sit on your desk and just change your position as much as is feasible. Not so you're like every 10 minutes, like trying to move around, but that changing of body positions and um, almost like the organization of your joints can be super, super helpful because mostly with, I mean, definitely, definitely with back pain and also neck pain, it's because we're stuck in the same mm -hmm. positions mm -hmm. all day, every day. And right. your body and how it feels is really a reflection of how you move it most. Um, and for so many, again, it's just like sitting at a desk. So I would say changing up your work position um, is the easiest way. Now, if you are like, if that's like not possible, you're like, nope, I work in an office. It can't, never gonna be a possibility. Um, I would say just infusing movement throughout your day. So maybe at lunch, you could take a walk. Maybe um, when you have phone calls, instead of sitting at your desk while you're on your phone calls, like walk around and just mm -hmm. pace your office. Um, another thing I encourage people to do is just like drink a ton of water so that you have to go to the bathroom a bunch because then at least <laughs> you're moving, yeah. you know, and then you're killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. Um, so just I think, yeah, variability, change it up, do something different than what you do all day, every day. And that'll be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, working from home has helped people just be more flexible with that and be able to work from the couch, work from the kitchen town counter from your office if you have one at home. So it's been good, I think, from that perspective, working from home. But I know like, when I was working in the office, it was I, I just I got a cup of water and I always make sure I have a really small cup of water. That way I have to go <laughs> refill it multiple times, go to the bathroom yeah. multiple times. And it was just like I got up every 30 minutes or so and took a nice two minute stroll. And it was it was good to keep moving. So yeah, those are some great tips there. Yeah, it's incredible just how different you can feel if you are intentional about, about that kind of stuff. Like. Mm -hmm. Um, in a, in a prior job, like I was at the, I was sitting at a desk, like pretty much in one stationary position for like, you know, 12, 14 hours a day. And, and now, and like my back would hurt, like I just, my shoulders would be all tight and I don't have the best posture. I'm trying to work on that. But like, um, <laughs> now I, I go on a walk like in the morning after like an hour or two of work and then like at lunch and then in the evening and like, it just feels so so much better just to like get moving a little bit like even even though i don't have a standing desk my I, my room doesn't allow for one right now but i it just feels better just to like get up and, and move like that it, mm -hmm. it makes your whole body you know feel better yeah and i mean every system in your body depends on movement and it's just 
Like if you think even even a hundred years ago, we moved so much more than we do now. And so this mm-hmm. idea that you know your your body can withstand sitting or even standing in the same position all day every day is just like it just it doesn't work that way. Yeah, no, we weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we weren't meant for that. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, in the current environment, we have a lot of people that spend all day sitting, and then you know they still want to get up and exercise maybe at the end of the workday. Like we mentioned, Aaron and I both do like CrossFit style workouts and uh, CrossFit is notorious for injuries. Mm-hmm. So for, for people like us, I'm sure you've exper- you mentioned that you experience it yourself, but I'm sure you've seen it with, with people that you help as well. Like people who are like active in CrossFit or maybe just at home exercises, like what, what are some of the, the best things that we can do to re- reduce injury? Or maybe what are some of the things that you see that are big contributors to, to injury? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, when I was coaching mobility in a gym, um, in one of the CrossFit gyms, the hardest sell was like CrossFitters are sore all the time. So when I'm like, Oh, but you like, you could be pain free. It's like, wait, but what? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. And so it's like Does a really compute. hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also what you said, Aaron, I'm like, Oh, I want to do like one day a week and like do all my mobility, but then like that never happens. Uh, so it's actually better to do a little bit every day. Uh, so, you know, a 10 minute warm up where you're just doing and CrossFit workouts usually have this programmed. And so I encourage people who are just any type of workout, um, some sort of dynamic movement as part of your warm up. Um, so for me, this looks like, um, you know, holding like a strap and doing shoulder circles and passing that strap overhead. I know CrossFit mm-hmm. sometimes is called like shoulder dislocators, which I'm like, no, 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 it's good for your shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Um, or like hip circles or, um, even just like some yoga poses, you know, I'll do like a down dog kind of stretch and into a plank. And so just, I will set a timer for 10 minutes and just move my body in all the ways that I can. Um, I also, when you're working out at home, like my dog walk is part of my warm up, and that's a great way to just kind of like check in and see where do I need a little extra attention today? Is it, you know, my lower back or my shoulders or wherever? And just pay attention to that. Um, and then as far as a cool down, this is where I think that you can really make the biggest difference as far as getting out of that injury cycle or at least preventing injury and spending, again, 10 to 15 minutes with some sort of mobility tool on your body. Um, I know lacrosse balls are super popular because they're super cheap. Um, personally, I think they're way too hard. And if you've mm. ever used them and you're like, yeah, it feels awful. Like right. it could actually feel good. Like that's the thing. Um, so perhaps getting a tool that is designed for the body. Um, there's tons of great companies out there. My two favorites are TuneUp Fitness and Rad Roller. Um, and then I do the same post-workout rollout after every workout. I roll my calves, so spend a few minutes doing some stuff for that. Um, hamstrings, a little bit of quads, um, and then like upper back if I have enough time. And that honestly does so much for offsetting soreness, but then also giving you, a, like again, shining a light on where to focus for your pain. So if you're like, man, my shoulder felt really funky, you know, at the start of this workout, or I know when I was doing that overhead thing, it felt weird. Let me spend, you know, three extra minutes working on my shoulder because that three minutes is going to help to offset the two weeks of being out of exercise, you know, from an injury. Right. Yeah. It has such a, such a big impact. Like I, um, recently had some like shoulder, just, it was like this shoulder impingement and I saw a PT that we have at the CrossFit gym and it ended up cause it ended up 
occurring because of tight lats, which I never thought about. I never rolled out my lats or my back. Um, I never stretched that. And just because it's like, I don't know, I guess I don't consciously think about it. And yeah. it's all connected. Like, you know, my back is, is connected to my shoulder and like, I have some knee issues too. Like my hip, that, that can stem from the hips. And like, if, if all these things are tight and you're never stretching them, um, that can lead to injury. But like people don't, people don't want to take the time. I mean, including myself, you know, people don't want to take the time to like do these things, but it's like, that is the cause of, of a lot of these things. Right. Yeah. And we're really all or nothing. Like I'm the same way too. It's like, well, if I don't have 45 minutes, like it doesn't count. Right. And in reality, it's the, you know, consistency of a few minutes every day. So it's sort of like uh, brushing your teeth too, right? We don't just like do nothing. And then you go to the dentist every six months. You're like, I don't know what happened, you know, but like we do the same thing with our bodies. But if we spent again, a couple minutes every day, you would be in such a better place for the next time you do have to go to the physical therapist or the next time you visit your chiropractor or massage therapist they won't have to deal with all of your just like work and life tension they'll be able to actually make progress on you know your knee or your shoulder or like whatever that thing that's actually bothering you this past week a lot of people lost a lot of money in bitcoin i think at one point the total market value of bitcoin was down like 1.3 trillion dollars and to that point that people started to question whether or not Bitcoin was the right investment. Well, I have the inside scoop on the next big thing. It's even a better investment than any cryptocurrency out there today. And it's the investment in your health. And it's through this platform called Inside Tracker. So delete Coinbase and just get Inside Tracker. You make a small upfront investment of a couple hundred bucks, actually less than that, 189 bucks at full price, but with code LABRATS25, it's only 140 bucks. And I know for a fact that many of you have put even more than that in Bitcoin. But here's the difference between an investment in Bitcoin and an investment in your health. Bitcoin is temporary, but health, that's forever. So stop wasting time and make the best investment in your life over at insidetracker.com slash labrats. They help you analyze your most important biomarkers by looking at your blood, your DNA, your fitness activity. They really provide um, this great informative report about all your metrics. You'll be blown away by what they can discover from, uh, from a few vials of blood and your DNA. It really is the best investment you can make right now. So go check it out. Go to insidetracker.com slash labrats and use code labrats25 for 25% off. You won't regret it. So you mentioned using like a roller after a workout. I know there's like a few different types. I like I have a, a PVC one, which is hard and probably a little bit too hard. But then there's like a foam roller of various, you know, softness or hardnesses. And then there's ones that have like indentations. Mm-hmm. Is there like one that you'd recommend over another or do certain rollers have a specific function? Like what would you recommend for your average person? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of softer tools, which I know for the CrossFit world, it's like, wait, what? (laughs) But um, because of, you know, the connective tissue, like you were talking about, and also 
what we're really doing, like we're not breaking apart anything. You're not like blasting any fascia. Collagen, which makes up fascia, is so super, super strong. Um, my anatomy mentor, Gil Headley, he has a ton of videos on YouTube if like you want to nerd out. And he has this video where he took a sheet of fascia, like the fatty layer from the abdomen, and they clipped like, I think it was like 60 pounds of weight to it and like picked it up. And the whole thing just like stretches. So this wow. idea that like, we could take any tool of any sort and like actually apply enough pressure to like deform it. Like that's not what's happening. Mm -hmm. So really it's more a conversation with your nervous system and, you know, coaxing relaxation, helping with blood flow, doing all of those things. So a softer tool can do the job and in many ways can do the job better. Um, so foam rollers, as far as like the best one, I'd say the one that you have and just start using that, you know, mm -hmm. like start there. Um, and then you can upgrade. Um, the one I have is from rad roller because it has different textures on it. So there's like the smooth one, like a smooth area through the middle. Um, and then also like grooves on it. Um, but my personal favorite tool is uh, therapy balls because they're smaller and you can get into okay. different areas and nooks and crannies in a way that a foam roller can't. So think of a foam roller like a paint roller. And if you're trying to get into like your rotator cuff, we want a more specific and precise tool. And that's what you can get with therapy balls. So they're just super versatile. You could use the same balls on your glutes and your lats as you do your feet or your shins. Um, and so if I had to pick one and I was like stuck on a desert island, it would probably be a pair of therapy balls. Okay. okay. How are those different than lacrosse balls? So therapy balls are designed for the body. And there's, um, so the ones from Tune Up Fitness, like I mentioned, they're made of this um, sort of like a pinky ball. So it's like solid rubber, uh, but it has a little bit of give to it. So okay. as you're rolling over bone, especially like think of like the back of your body and like mm -hmm. all the muscles between your shoulder blades, like the rhomboids are, they're thin. They're not like super beefy. And so when you have a hard tool, it can pinch and like bruise between the bone, right? Because you're just smushing it between the mm -hmm. ball and the bone. Um, so the softer tools will have that give. They also have better grip. I know lacrosse balls mm. do have a little bit of a grip, but then you can create that like skin stretch and get that connective tissue stretch in that way. Um, so it's like, could you cut your fingernails with a chainsaw? Yeah. But like, is that the best tool? Maybe yeah. not. So if you're serious and you're like going to get into it, I would definitely recommend like getting products that are actually designed for mm. the body. Because um, we've also had so much innovation since the lacrosse ball became the thing, which I think like Dr. Kelly Starrett, like, oh, just use lacrosse ball because they're ubiquitous, right? They're everywhere. But like, there's so many companies out there who are making different products, like, and they're not very expensive either. So I would say get yeah. a pair of therapy balls because you can have that versatility. They can fit in your gym bag. You don't have to like lug around this giant foam roller, which will just eliminate so much friction between you mm -hmm. and like actually doing it. Yeah, if it's this small little thing, like psychologically, like you can you feel like you can do that pretty much anywhere. Mm -hmm. Now, do you do this like against a wall? Do you do it just like pushing it with your hand? Do you do it on the floor or how do you do it? All of the above. Okay. <laughs> it depends on um, like where you are. Um, I work out in my garage and like the floor is kind of gross, but then it's just wood around. So, you know, you make do with what you have. Um, but it also depends on where it is in your workout. So if we can get super technical, um, if you're doing like a warm up, 
I don't, and I mentioned the nervous system. I don't need my, you know, hips to be super relaxed and really like super chill before I go deadlift. Mm -hmm. I need them to be awake and possibly like better, um, you know, like have better proprioception or that body awareness. So I would say like pre-workout is when I would do stuff standing or leaning up against a wall or even just like with my hand. Whereas after my workout is when I'll do stuff laying down and get more of that relaxation benefits and more pressure as well on the floor. Okay. So taking it to the wall is a way to modify the pressure. It also can help to like get into a spot if it's super tender. Um, but all of the above is a great way okay. to use them. And do you find that when you do that, you are less sore after a workout? A thousand percent. So I actually, I was looking for some research studies and there hasn't been like a ton on this um, because it also, I mean, like, I was like, who cares, right? right? Like, oh, you roll on some balls and like, you're not sore after. And like, I feel science is like behind the curve right. as to like what people are actually doing. Um, so when I was still working out um, at just like a regular gym um, and I was doing um, like a high intensity interval type of class and there was just a foam roller there and I was like, hmm, you know, you guys experiment too. What would happen if I only rolled out one leg? Like, let's just see what would happen. And so I did, you know, calves, uh, hamstrings, quads on just one side. It was like the worst four days of my life. So I was just like, oh my God, it's like so lopsided. So you're literally so, just one side, you were sore. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't awesome. be sure because I had been rolling my legs out. I'm like, wow, this really helps. But like, is it just in my head or is it like actually helping? Um, so, yeah, I did one leg um, and I did it so that you don't have to. OK, well, <laughs> like now, I totally... wanted, now I kind of want to do it. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> it does. I mean, and again, it doesn't have to take a lot of time, just a few minutes. Like, again, set a timer for 10 minutes, like roll all the stuff that you can remember or the things that you know you like hit up in your workout um and it's going to feel way better later do you use uh like miss or what are they called percussion guns at all like have you experimented with those i i got one like a few months ago and i've been using i i've really enjoyed it and i think it's really helped with similar uh things like preventing soreness after a workout yeah have you used that and do you like find success with that at all yeah, a thousand percent. I love those tools. Um, I have, I listened to your episode on that as well. I have one of the inexpensive ones. Um, I've used it for like pre-workout stuff just because mm -hmm. again, I'm in the garage and the floor and the walls don't really work. So I'll use that instead of my therapy balls. Um, but there's just, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing like therapy balls. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I just, I always go back to those. Like I have the, you know, progressive gun. It's in my giant box of mobility tools, but because of the ease of use of therapy balls, like they're in my backpack, they're always on me. It's just so much more convenient than like, which like type of head should I use on this tool? And like, did I charge mm -hmm. it? Oh, I forgot. Right. But I think too, it's like, it's touch. You know, and like any type of touch that we can get for our body is beneficial. Um, and as just a side note to the percussive guns, my cat really, really likes it. And so I think he's gotten more use out <laughs> of it funny. than I have. That's so funny. So, my my yeah. dog's terrified of it. Every time like we use it and I have two golden retrievers, whenever we turn it on, they like freak out. So <laughs> you know, my dog's opposite. terrified. My cat is like into it. Oh, he, I, my, he tur my husband will pull it out. My cat's like, yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um Okay, so uh, therapy balls and like for people that like don't have a specific injury that aren't dealing with a specific thing, like do you recommend that they just kind of just 
work on the whole body, like specific joints or just, I mean, for people that aren't yeah, dealing with this, more trying to reduce an injury instead of like dealing with a specific injury. Yeah. So with my clients, we work on five body areas because like you've already said too, like everything is connected. Mm -hmm. Um, So then the way you decide like, oh, what should I focus on? Um, Anyone who's working at a desk is going to need to work on posture. So, you know, shoulders or chest, Um, upper back is a great place to think about, Um, lower back or hips. So just pick um, anywhere from like three to five body areas and decide on it ahead of time because that's one less thing to have to think about when you do it. Um, and then just cycle through those because of, because again, because of the like connective tissue and fascia and everything, what I'm working on at the front of my chest is going to help my neck and it's mm-hmm. going to help my shoulder and my lower back. Like it'll help everything. So you don't have to do your entire body every day. Um, while I do that post-workout rollout that I was telling you guys about, um, I'll also just like pick a body part and do a specific kind of rollout um, and little activation for it. So you could do like one body part a day and that would okay. be enough so do you think there's yeah. a place for i know like you know there's obviously professional massagers or masseuses if that's the correct term for it um i know you know competitive athletes this is very common for them to get body work done whether on a weekly or daily basis for you or like average person is trying to stay healthy do you think there is a place for getting professional body work done or using these tools is it possible just to maintain um good health using just tools yourself without hiring somebody. Yeah. Um, a thousand percent it's worthwhile. Um, again, like back to like that dental analogy, it's the same thing, right? I do the daily maintenance so that when I go to my dentist, it's like a faster and more enjoyable experience. Um, and so similarly with, you know, like Cairo or massage or any of that, what you do on your own will allow them to be able to do deeper, more effective work. Because and like I have friends who are massage therapists and I've worked with massage therapists and I'm like, yeah, I end up, you know, working on their upper back because that's what's tight because mm-hmm. they go back to work and do the same thing all the time. So my relationship with my chiropractor, um, I actually was like, I probably should go see you because I haven't seen you in like two years. And like, I just feel like I need a little something. But it should be, you know, you're able to like call them in when you need help rather than relying on them for just like getting by. Okay, and so it's more that re- Yeah, and that relationship happens from you being able to do the work for yourself so that when you go to the massage therapist, you can say, hey, I've noticed that I'm really tight here, 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 and here. This is what I've been trying. What do you think? Which mm-hmm. is way different from just like walking in, like totally broken, being like, fix me. And they're like, okay. So it just, it really improves your relationship as well with your healthcare provider to be able to say, here's what I've tried. Here's what's working. Can we like collaborate? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's going to be, it's going to be mutually beneficial. They're probably going to enjoy working with you more if you're going to go, you know, do your homework and it's going to, you're going to feel better that way. A hundred percent. Dizziness, fatigue, muscle cramps, headache, irregular heartbeats, anxiety. These aren't just the signs of getting old. These could also be the signs of an electrolyte imbalance. Electrolytes are crucial for optimal digestive, nervous, cardiac, and muscular systems. Electrolytes are life. That's why we're bringing you Element. Element combines 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams potassium, 
and 60 milligrams of magnesium in four mouth-watering flavors. Raspberry, orange, citrus, and the brand new watermelon. Or if you're brave, try our unflavored version. Simply mix one packet of Element with water and start feeling like you again. Element gives your body the electrolytes it deserves. So don't talk to your doctor about Element. Simply go to drinkelement.com slash labrats to order now. That's drinkelement.com slash labrats. Stay hydrated. Drink Element. Stay salty. Actual results may vary. Side effects may include increased energy, better physical performance, mental clarity, improved sleep, and slower aging. Don't take Element if you already have high blood pressure or eat a diet high in processed foods. Visit drinkelementy.com slash labrats for details. So I think like a lot of people, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people skip out on this kind of stuff, the mobility work, you know, the, the stretching due to time. They say, okay, I don't have enough time. And they just skip it. How do you work with your clients on like building habits? Because I mean, that's really what it comes down to is like, even if you can just take, people have five minutes, people spend mm-hmm. hours a day on their phone, people have the time, it's just being intentional about it. So I mean, how do you work with your clients to actually like build some of those habits? Yeah. Stacking habits with stuff that you're already doing is really, really helpful. So, um, you know, with your stuff in your gym bag and just saying, before I leave the gym, I'm going to do these three things. Like that's another great way. Um, or another thing that I've started to do is after I finish my work and I'm watching TV or whatever, like that's my mobility time. So I'll get on the floor, pull out my tools and do my work then. So especially at the beginning, like pairing it with something that's already really dialed in as a habit is Mm. a great way to start. Um, and then I would also like keep it super, super simple. So I think most people, my clients included, myself included, we love to overcomplicate it. And like, I'm going to do 800 things and spend 45 minutes and use all of these tools. And then it's just like, it's too overwhelming, right? Right. You have a day where you're like, I'm exhausted. I can't even think about it. So I would say if you're just getting started, you know, maybe use that post-workout rollout and just roll out your legs and then just commit to doing that right after your workouts. And as that becomes easier, then maybe add more areas or add another day to do it. Um, which for many people right at the beginning, they're like, well, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know, but it's not about all of the things. It's about starting with what you can actually stick with Yeah. because you want to get to a point where it's like, it's so easy. You don't even have to think about it. It just happens. It's just a part of your day to day, like brushing your teeth and washing your face are. So I'd say, keep it really, really simple. Um, and pair it with something that you're already doing. That's really well established. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I think that that's good. Go ahead, Andy. Sorry. No, that, that's all I was going to say. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so when it comes to like like doing that after a workout, like let's say I I squat one day and after the workout, I need to do some mobility and loosen up the muscles. So I'm going to roll out my quads. I'm going to roll out my hamstrings. Are there like specific, I guess, like techniques to doing that? Like, do you just like roll back and forth or do you like spend a certain amount of time on like one specific area like is there a technique to it or can most people just kind of like figure it out by feel yeah i think you can definitely figure it out by feel just to get started with um of course there's you know different techniques and ways to complicate things um that are actually based on massage so even in massage there's like 
I'm sure there's more than nine, but I teach uh, nine different therapy ball techniques from, mm. um, you know, going with the grain of the muscle to going across the grain of the muscle to like a slower drag to get more of what's called sheer. Um, so there's tons of ways. Um, but I would say check out my YouTube because there's a bunch of therapy ball videos on there. And so you can kind of see different ways to do stuff. But also I would say just go for it. I think that especially when it's new, we get really scared. Like, oh my gosh, I might do it wrong. I don't know. Um, And other than like rolling on your throat or like your stomach with a hard ball, which like you wouldn't want to do anyways. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, if you're just spending a few minutes a day, like it's going to be very difficult to like injure yourself further. Of course, there's always like, you know, anomalies, but I would say just get started and just play around with it. And even just rolling around is going to make a difference. Okay. Yeah. No, that that's good. Um, I'm going to go buy a therapy ball after this. What were the brands again? I know you said it a couple of times. Uh, yeah. Rad Roller. Rad. Okay. Um, and then uh, Tune Up Fitness. And so for beginners, Tune Up Fitness has a ton of really great products. They're softer, um, which I really, really, really like. And then once you're like in it to win it, or maybe if you've already been rolling on the cross balls and you're like, no, I need more, um, then the products at Rad are super awesome. And they have all kinds of different shapes of foam rollers and different sizes of therapy balls and densities and all kinds of stuff. Okay, sweet. I'll check that out and we'll put a... Do you have a... I get you have like an affiliate link or something with. Of with course them? I do. Okay. Of course I do. If you want to, if you want to send that to us, we'll put it in the show notes. Yes, I will. Um, no, that's awesome. And you, you mentioned on your website that you like kettlebells. Do you do a lot of like kettlebell stuff? Yeah. Have you? Oh ever, heck yeah. Have you ever done? Um, I've never experimented with it, but kettlebell tossing. Uh no, <laughs> I've seen people <laughs> doing that on Instagram, and I'm just like. I don't like know where they just throw, it. literally throw a kettlebell, but back and forth between two people is insane. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, like the craziest I get is like a single arm swing, you know, or maybe like as I'm switching sides to just like toss it to the other hand. Oh yeah. Um, but that's pretty much as exciting as it gets in my garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I've never done that. We've joked about doing it, but like one of us would get seriously injured if we tried it. So. <laughs> seriously yeah it's crazy stuff but that's i mean that's a great way yeah i don't know where they start but you know i bet you it's on youtube like we could all learn yeah and then we could be just pros (laughs) yeah i mean any anytime you work in a kettlebell in your workout like it's 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 good work Mm -hmm. well i started in my garage gym um it's actually a wedding present we got a pair of dumbbells which i was like this Mm -hmm. is the best present ever i don't think my (laughs) husband was excited about it um but then i added on the kettlebell and like that's it and there's like you're saying there's so much you can do with like kettlebells and dumbbells um would i love to have more stuff like of course but the at-home gym it's like the same with mobility as well we think it has to be super complicated we have to have all this stuff but if you're just moving your body and working on you know squatting and hip hinging and overhead reaching like you've pretty much checked all the boxes for like what your body needs to be able to do yeah yeah you can do so much with just body weight is that what you Mm -hmm. do like most most of the time you're typically doing like a mixture of dumbbell kettlebell stuff like do you mix like running in there and other things is it just kind of a, a random assortment each day and always changing it up 
Yeah, I always try to focus on, like I said, the squat, the hip hinge, and overhead reach type of actions, and then just like varieties on that. Um, and what I really like just to keep myself moving is using like a Tabata style timer. So I'll pick like six different exercises, um, you know, set the timer for like 45 seconds of work, do four rounds through. Um, I have a jump rope. I occasionally run. I'm a terrible runner and I only really like running like three days out of every month. And so I'll run yeah. like that much. Um, and then like, what did I do this week? I'm just, you know, like bench presses and I, oh, I did get a BOSU for anyone with a home gym, oh, yeah. like a BOSU. I think they're like 120 bucks. My parents gave it to me for Christmas was the best gift nice. ever. Cause you can do so many fun things on that. And like split squats are so much more fun with a BOSU and your legs are just dead after. Yeah. I've, the only time I've used that is in like therapy, but like, I feel like that would work really well. Just working that into like your normal routine. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, even doing like, and this is the thing too, I only have one set of dumbbells and like one kettlebell. So I have to use different surfaces and different setups to make those still like challenging. Um, so I've started doing deadlifts on the BOSU with the flat side wow. up. Wow. Uh, I know. Yeah. It's just like, again, only a few days of the month where it like actually sounds like a good idea, <laughs> but that's made them way more interesting to do. Cause you're like wobbling and it's just that's your feet awesome. and ankles have to do so much more work. And so that's way better. Yeah, that's something that we've talked about on here. Like as you age, I feel like balance is the thing that goes sooner or, or at least results in a lot of injuries for elderly people. And just because you don't work it like you're typically walking in a straight line and sitting down, you never have to work those balance muscles. So like when you have one area where like you just get off balance, like it can result in like a broken hip. So yeah, working mm -hmm. that like all the time is, is something I try to be intentional about. Yeah. Well, and not just for, you know, advanced age, just mm -hmm. that we all wear shoes, you know? So we talk about like your desk and that kind of like putting your body in weird positions. Our footwear is super stiff. It doesn't allow for like the full movement of the foot as well. Um, and also as athletes, like I've had my fair share of sprained ankles and that was oh, why yeah. I wanted to get the BOSU in the first place. And it's just been so fun. So I think that balance is something that, you know, everybody should be working because, it's just, again, you move better and you can just like do all the things that you don't have to worry about injuries and other stuff. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. mix like yoga into your workout routine at all? Or is that, um, yeah, I guess, would you consider that part of your workout routine or like recovery routine? And how yeah. often do you do that? Well, so I do my like weights workouts twice a week and then I'm moving in some capacity every single day. Um, so I aim to get 10,000 steps a day as of lately. It hasn't actually been happening, but that's one of my goals. Um, and then the mobility work happens just regularly. So sometimes in the weights workout um, that there will be more body weight type of stuff. Um, just if I don't feel like it, like, I think that's the other thing that people think is like, I got to do the same workout or like the same intensity workout all the time. And especially for women, like our bodies aren't the same throughout the course of a month. So allowing your workout to transition based on how you feel, how recovered you feel. Like if you slept like trash the night before, like maybe it's not the time to like PR for something, you right. know? Um, so sometimes it'll be more heavy weights. Other times it's just like, yeah, more body weight type of stuff. And it's just dependent on how I feel. But the biggest difference I would say is thinking of like exercise is 
movement, but not all movement has to be exercise. Mm. And so really like broadening our scope as to what we count as movement um, can be helpful to allowing your body to just feel its best. Yeah. Yeah. Staying moving all the time is is huge. And it doesn't have to be anything, like you said, it doesn't have to be anything grand. Like it could just be going on a walk or, you know, mm-hmm. just going up and down stairs. Like any kind of movement I feel like is a plus. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Alex, this has been awesome. Now I'm going to go spend a bunch of money on tools <laughs> that I don't have. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I guess appreciate this. I have one, I guess one closing question okay. off yeah. of that. So if you if you could basically pick out like three top essential recovery tools for your average person, what what would those be? I, I imagine a mobility or, or therapy ball would be one of those, or all three of those maybe. Like what 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 are the top three you pick out Ooh. for an average person? Mm. Um, yeah, definitely uh, would be a pair of therapy balls, um, an inflated ball. So the gorgeous ball is one from tune up fitness, which is fantastic for doing, um, more fascial work or gut massage and working on like your diaphragm and your abs and getting that tissue to be more pliable. Um, and then the third one, I almost think maybe like, um, an elastic band of some okay. sort. Mm-hmm. Cause then you can do like more isolation stuff. You can use it for stretching. Um, you could use it for like pull-ups if it were strong enough, you know? <laughs> So if I, again, were sent to away on a desert island, those would be my three things. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Those are great. Um, yeah. No, thanks for doing this. This is awesome. Um, I'm, I'm excited to try some of this stuff out. And I'll put all your your links in the show notes. So everyone go check out her website, AE Wellness, in the show notes, her YouTube channel, her Instagram, her podcast, The Body Nerd Show. Again, super. If you like this podcast, you'll like that. And she she explains things in in a much shorter fashion than we do. So go check that (laughs) out. And um, yeah, thank you for doing this. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me and excited to have you both on the Body Nerd Show and get to chat some more. Yeah, us too. Looking forward to it. Talk soon.